What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Okay, welcome back to Legit Fat. Yet another episode. Still going. Uh, no Ben tonight. Boo. Wait a minute. Where's, where's the button there? Boo. But we do have Jen, and uh, guest hosting is Janet uh, from Deplorable Nation. And our guest tonight is a one Mr. Catalyst Jones from White Rabbit Podcast. Is that how you say it? Or do you say it one night rabbit seven? No, it's it's White Rabbit. <laughs> it usually people fuck up Catalyst, so I have been called White Rabbi before. No, I have it up on screen for people who are watching on video. It's uh, uh, well, it, just go to his link tree. It's link tree slash Catalyst, so that'll work better. And uh, course, right. Janet, where can we find all your stuff? Everywhere, at my house, on the street corner. Yeah, no. You can find my podcast on every platform, plus on Roku TV at Patriot Podcast Network for now. Awesome. And, and we all thank yeah. you for putting a, a bra on before the show so we don't have a floppy. I know. Monster. I know, right? We just literally watched a movie that had a floppy tip monster in it. So, yeah, I are, didn't are want to. Are uh, or what? Or pan, like pancakes? Are we talking like Nancy Pelosi titties or? Or AOC. Which one? <laughs> <laughs> That would be probably closer to Nancy because I think hers are a little bigger. Yeah. I think she's had them done. And I am old, so, you know, I can tuck them in my pants if I need to for extra warmth in the winter. There's no way Pelosi's tits are all real, though. She's like 80-something. She's, uh, they would look like prunes by now. There's no way. Yeah. Yeah, no. Mine are real. I don't have, I don't have, I really can't tuck them in my pants. That was a joke because mine are still perky. Because oh. I'm not, I'm not Nancy's age yet. <laughs> it's okay, we're all gonna have droopy shit by that age. It comes with the territory. <laughs> well, Catalyst, why don't you uh, introduce yourself and your show and uh, the kind of things you talk about over at White Rabbit, which I think we, could, we have pretty good guess what kind of stuff you talk about. Uh, yeah, well, Catalyst Jones, like you said at the White Rabbit podcast, uh, everybody asks me why I chose that name, and it's Catalyst because I want to be the spark that creates change, right? And uh, keep up with the Joneses, so keep up with the Catalyst. And um, <clears throat> White Rabbit uh, just kind of came to me because I was a huge, um, you know, Alice in Wonderland fan, Matrix fan type of thing until I found out about um Alice in Wonderland actually being an MK Ultra project and whatnot. But the kind of things that I like to talk about on my show is everything conspiracy related. Like I really should have just called my show Question Everything if there wasn't already 500 shows called Question Everything. <laughs> 
there really is too, or at least with that tagline. Shout out Matt from Great Deception. But it, I mean, it's a good for. Hi Matt, we love you. That's a great uh, motto to have. But uh, what what kind of things you've been focused on lately? Have you done any current events, or you kind of go deep down the the holes of like older conspiracies, or what do you? How, how's that going? Man, nothing is off limits at all. Um, the things that I really like to talk about is, uh, well, recently I would say like the past few months is more stuff that like Matt is talking about as far as like hidden history, um, free energy, Tartaria, stuff like that. But, um, what really, really gets my dick hard is when people start talking about flat earth and hollow earth and realms and shit like that. Well, where do you fall on that spectrum with the uh, flat versus hollow or round or a cube or what do you think it is? I think that we live in a simulated hollow flat earth. And I'm dead serious. Uh, good as answer like, as any. <laughs> yes. So and I, I believe it's honestly a realm. And the more that I look into it and, and just things that I uncover, it's like, for one, you can't prove anything. So let's go ahead and start with what can we disprove? And that's what that's what I really like to focus on is, is what can I disprove and then push that aside so that we can focus on on something else. I've never been able to disprove flat earth. I've been able to disprove round earth over and over and over again. Um, hollow earth is something new to me because I recently had a show with the Asmin from Etheric Odyssey and um, Big Country from Whiskey, Beer and Conspiracies. And at the time, my, my co-host was Sean Chris, and he was really into Hollow Earth. And so we had like three different perspectives on it, and it was like a great discussion. And at the, I came into it as a flat earther, and at the end of it, I left thinking everything is fucking possible all at once. Yeah, um, that's kind of where I fall with it. If you gun to my head, I would say... Actually, I'd just say I don't know, but I mean, we grew up with the rounders, so it's really hard to you know push that out. And I'm not pushing anything out. I'm not pushing out flat, round, like I said, cube could be a triangle. Who knows? But uh, just from like what you're talking about, the things you can see with your own eyes, it's pretty hard to prove fucking any of it. And then the math, you get into the math, and we just talked about this the other day about how all that's mostly theoretical shit. So when they mm -hmm. they lay out an equation, you know two pages long and go see earth is round it's like well i can't i don't even read chinese so i can't read this so but if they made the equations they can make the equation you know equal whatever they want so they could say earth is right. round and this equation matches this but they made the math too and that's how we learned that so i mean mm -hmm. i don't i think it's definitely a realm as well i don't think we're on this ball spinning through space and i i don't know i think this is a place where souls come to so it could be anything. It could be round, flat, whatever. I don't care either way, but I'm definitely open to everything and not married to one. And I love watching know. people fight about it. Yeah, me it's too. Great. Right. <laughs> and people And there are some nasty ones. <laughs> on both ends too. It, it's if you're not for flat earth, fuck you. If if you're not a glober, then you you just need to go back to school. You're dumb. Like it, yeah. it it's ridiculous. It is fun to just kind of sit back and watch. But I am guilty of being one of those fuck you first to flat earthers i set out to prove it wrong and then like after about two years into it i was like dude i have to admit like i was fooled like santa claus is not real fuck yet again <laughs> that's what happens to a lot of flat earthers though i've heard that from several people who are very into flat earth that like david weiss even they started out trying to prove it wrong. Mm -hmm. And then they turn into full blown like, oh my God, this is the way it is, everybody. So I think we all have to go about trying to prove that the earth is round, 
before we say it's not flat. Everyone should just do that. And if you can find a really good reason why you think it's a ball, please email us at legitfatpod at gmail.com so we can have a flat earth debate with Moral Bob again. I need someone who's a ball <laughs> a ball person who really has their facts down because he's so cool, but his opponent didn't have their shit together. I think the reason that a lot of people, a lot of you know, like mathematicians or people who would be more on the ball side, they never agree to come on to these debates in the first place. And I think it would be kind of a wash anyway, because I think they'd come on and be like, like I said, here's two pages of equations. This is why the earth is round. And yeah, everyone would be going, NASA no, says so. make it for exactly. Like us. Please, you know, show yeah. us one picture, one photo. <laughs> do, you, do you see the photos from the other day? Uh, there was one from a few months ago that showed a shot from behind the moon and you see the earth behind it and the earth is massive and the moon's about a third or whatever it is. And then they put out this new photo from the Artemis launch and it's on the moon basically. And the earth looks like a little pinprick in the distance. So you get these two different pictures, so-called photos from NASA showing from the same, you know, angle, but two wildly different uh, dimensions. So I, I love that kind of stuff because it's like, how do you, how do you reconcile those two? I wish I knew somebody at NASA who could, you know, get back to me about that. I might have a guest for you actually to uh, debate moral Bob. And um, he wanted to come on my show and <clears throat> the only reason I'm not having him on is because he jumped to name calling really quickly. But um, this guy tells me that he became a science teacher because of me, because he does not want kids to grow up as stupid as I do, as I am. Oh, wow. Jesus. <laughs> that's, that's, so, well, here's a cookie. That was nice. You don't have much of a debate. It's just people throwing rocks at each other the whole time. It's like, ah. I know. And, you yeah. know, I know that that goes, it went that way during the debate as well. That's why I was like, I'm just going to research it myself because I know Moral Bob wouldn't call me names. So right. uh, we had another guest on and she's really nice and I know they know each other. I think if he could respect someone, it wouldn't go to that level. You know, if you can just respect the other person and not... Mm -hmm. I don't know. It, the whole point is to, it's a debate, but you're not supposed to be shitting on the other person. You're supposed to be spreading knowledge to the people who are listening to the show. That should be the point. Right. You know, that's what I want out of it. Give, giving people uh, maybe a different viewpoint to look at yeah. the same the same exact thing. But yeah, sometimes people get very, very um, nasty when they're trying to explain stuff. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, with yeah everything very nasty. If you get angry about something in, in your set beliefs or something, then that just means that you're not explaining it correctly or enough, or right. you're wrong, just period, you're wrong. Um, as far as flat earth goes, I was married to the flat earth for a good four years, I would say. And just recently, I started opening up to the fact that I don't know what the fuck this is. And kind of like that whole theory is if a tree falls in the woods and nobody's there to hear it, does it make a sound? Right. So I feel like we're able to perceive things and, and what our mind allows us to perceive them. So 100%. if you believe that this is a globe and you go up in an airplane, your brain is going to tell you, look, it's curved. But if you're, if you're dead set that it's flat, your brain is going to tell you, look, that's a perfectly flat horizon. And I feel like we're able to perceive things that our brain will only allow us to perceive. So really that argument, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who's wrong, who's right, because at the end of the day, nobody knows. Yeah. It you know, it's, 
<clears throat> I was going to say it's funny because um, Greg's son went um, jumping out of an airplane recently. And so he came over the other day and was, was showing his dad like the videos and stuff that were taken by people. And he goes, look, see, you can see the curvature of the earth. And Greg was like, okay, Caleb, sure you can. And then he goes, look here at the end of the video, though, Caleb, because it's still curved on the ground, which means that it's a fisheye lens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, that's one of the funniest things, the fisheye lens thing, because, I mean, there's so mm -hmm. many other camera tricks, too. It's, it's not just right. fisheye lens. Like, you can do whatever you want with photos nowadays, and half, half the NASA right. photos, if not all of them, I'll say, you know, a composite or a rendering or... I never, never understood that. Like the, even when they show outside the windows of the space station or whatever they're on, they'll go be mm -hmm. like, Oh, look, here's earth. And then keep going. And then, you know, then you got to somebody, I think OBDM or somebody was just talking about this, how they'll have a water glass sitting on a table. And it's like, you're on the space station going 17,000 miles an hour and there's supposed to be no gravity. How's there a water glass sitting on this table? So, yeah, exactly. But like, like a uh, catalyst was saying, yeah, it's kind of, perception is reality so whatever your brain mm -hmm. is tuned to see and i think that's why we see uh, other things like with the ufos and why people you know perceive them differently some some people mm -hmm. see a glowing orange ball some people see a disc or it could just be how their brain's receiving it could be different stuff too i don't know i think there's a lot of things out there that we can't see because we've never seen it before have you ever mm -hmm. i don't know if this has ever happened to you guys this happened to me recently where i looked at something and i couldn't comprehend what it was because i had never seen that before it was when that cat showed up in our yard oh this I thought, cat showed I up in our yard the dead chicken and it's well okay that too but this cat showed up in our yard and half of its head was missing i didn't see it i couldn't see it joe was like oh my gosh someone shot that cat it's half its face is blown off and i went over to look at it and i just saw that it was like missing an eye but i couldn't see that its head was missing at all. I had to stare at it for a really long time. And then finally it came in and I could see that half of its head was missing, but my brain had never seen mm -hmm. anything like that before. So I couldn't, I couldn't form a picture right. of what that was. And it was a really quick interaction. I'm explaining it like I was a retard and it took me an hour, but it was really only a couple of had maggots crawling around in its yeah. uh, cranial cap. Mm. Yummy. Maybe it was a few seconds or maybe a minute, but I couldn't actually see what Joe was telling me was right in front of my face because I had never seen um, something so gory before in real life. Well, and think too about like um, people that explain uh, like seeing aliens before or, you know, whatever. And everybody that says they've had that kind of encounter, they always describe them very differently. Yeah. You know, and, and some of them are really tall and some of them are gray and some of them are green and whatever. And I think it's your, your perception, which also kind of lends to if you've never seen something like that, or if you have seen something like that, in the past and you don't recall it's muscle memory that's that's recalling that for you yeah that's like so. terry lovelace when we had him on when he was a child he saw three gray entities in his room and he described mm -hmm. them as monkey men because his mm -hmm. in his little tiny brain he was like they kind of look like monkeys they're kind of gangly mm -hmm. and whatnot so he just saw monkeys and i don't know right. if that was a screen memory that they gave to him or if that was something his brain maybe really did that was what i was going to say mm -hmm. next is that then you have an, you know the screen memory thing with aliens and uh who knows what you actually saw because you remember something different than what probably actually right. happened. So 
again, right. perception. But Catalyst, what do you think about the, we talked a little bit about the sim theory stuff. So what was, you know, the thing that made you think this might actually be a simulation and how, how would you actually define simulation? Because I know people have different ideas on that. Right. <clears throat> I wouldn't just, I wouldn't define it as a simulation as in like the matrix with ones and zeros falling uh, type of thing. I would describe it as more of an organic simulation that, um, that, our creator has has made and uh, what that creator is i don't know but this is definitely some sort of organic um thing that we are in i mean we can touch we can feel there's just certain aspects to it that um make me think that shit i don't know and i didn't even smoke weed today and i forgot what i was gonna say <laughs> oh. that's because i'm rubbing off on you <laughs> well no so i kind of i get what you're saying so there are aspects of our reality that look programmed like the way that a flower grows perfectly or the way that humans grow it looks like programming but it's definitely organic yes and and, mm -hmm. and to, to piggyback off of that you see copy and paste like all the time and um, I know I can talk about this kind of shit on your guys' show because you're just as raunchy as me, but have you guys seen the picture where it was like even God copy and paste and it shows different things in nature that look like a vagina? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tree, uh, mm -hmm. tree trunks look a lot like vaginas from time to time. You just Google it. We did me. on Planet Retard, we did a whole article on the penis plant, too. It looks exactly like a penis. I mm -hmm. mean, no joke with a vein Uncanny. and everything. Right. Yeah, that's crazy. So, so when I look at that and... I've moved around a lot in my life and I noticed, especially when I was growing up in school, in my class, there was always the same people. I always had the funny fat kid uh, and then I had like the, the cute jock that all the girls wanted to be around and then there was always the other um, shit uh, clown talker like me. Yeah, those things are <laughs> I'll take two, please. All those and I was like, there's no way that's fucking real. But yeah, have you guys ever noticed that? And then when I started noticing similarities in people, then I see them everywhere. It's just like a little subtle differences. And uh, yesterday I was in San Francisco and we were at this restaurant and the guy that was serving us, I looked at my friend and I was like, what movie was that guy in? And she was like, I don't know. I can't put my finger on it. And I was like, I was like, it looks like the brother from something about Raymond. Tell me I'm wrong. And then she looked at him and she's like, oh my God. So like when I see people, like I can pick out certain features and, and I just see like you were copy and pasted. So um, I, I feel like we're dealing with a shit ton of NPCs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that and NPCs have been on the talking points of a lot of shows, including ours lately. And I think it's because people notice more now. Once that idea came out, they're like, shit. And uh, the idea that clones are more, or clones, that NPCs are more like uh, biological clones, or uh, I say robot loosely. I don't necessarily mean robots like in the movies, but more of a Westworld type of thing, you know? Uh, that's what mm -hmm. it seems like it is. It could it could maybe not even be a husk of a person. Maybe it's not a real person that just has no soul. It could just be a machine or something. What do you think about clones? You think that's something that's out there? Well, um, have you guys dove mm -hmm. into Donald Marshall at all? No, mm -hmm. I don't think so. Okay, so Donald Marshall is so fucking interesting, and I would love to have him on my show, but apparently he doesn't do podcasts anymore because he's scared for his life. But this guy claims that he would go to the um, every time he would go to sleep, that they would bring his body into a clone at the cloning at the celebrity cloning center 
where the queen was always there. Um, he claims that um, Miley Cyrus stabbed him in the stomach. He would get beaten every night. He claims that he's responsible for 90% of every popular song that's been written since like 89 up until uh, the early 2000s. And there's actually a picture of him dead on one of Megadeth's album covers. And uh, a lot of this shit he says sounds so fucking far off, but at the same time, like, so did Flat Earth when I first heard about it. So does everyone. Look at the world we live in. <laughs> yeah, so that's why they, I think they let this community, like, they, they're letting us flourish because they're like, eh, it's okay. They sound crazy, so who cares? But it could totally 100% be true because we know the government squashes and lies about every single thing. So if they're going to mm -hmm. let someone out, they're going to let out the person who's going to say the most wild shit because they'll be like, oh, you believe that? Whatever. And that's why I think people like mm -hmm. Alex Jones are allowed to be out as much as they are is because they can, it's, I'm not, I'm not going to even go as far as control opposition, but it's kind of an easy target to be like, this guy's crazy. Therefore, everything he says is crazy. And then nobody listens to right. him except people. Right. Do. Yeah. Uh, to go back, I absolutely believe that there are clones, but we also have like body doubles and stuff like that. Um, what I was going to say about cloning is Tila Tequila came out and said that she had been in a car accident and the, the her now is actually her clone. Um, rapper B.O.B. got dropped from his label because he was reaching out to Donald, Donald Marshall asking if he had seen any of his clones at the cloning of centers and shit like that and then you have uh people like will smith where he's being interviewed by somebody and he's like well what about that place we go to every night uh and and he was like referring to the cloning centers and and will smith just kind of laughed it off like we don't talk about that what the fuck <clears throat> so i have a i have a theory on the on the cloning centers and i've thought this for a while because this is literally the only thing on the planet that makes any sense to me i think that they're headquartered in antarctica because look at all the celebrities and and shit that fly in there especially like before all the covid stuff yeah um, and all these, you know, politicians and, and, you know, movie stars and rappers and all that stuff were, were going to Antarctica. <clears throat> and it's interesting that it happened right before, you know, the pandemic hit, because look at how many people they were coming out saying died yeah. During the first wave of the pandemic. And I'm like, okay, I think this is like, I think that's like cloning center uh, USA. It makes sense because they could keep it in a deep freeze. <laughs> and maybe when they say mm -hmm. people like John Kerry took a trip down there, maybe he never did. Maybe he died and they're actually making a reason to send his clone back from Antarctica mm -hmm. because they got to replace him. Makes sense. Well, and look at all the, look at all the people that supposedly died um in in a space shuttle challenger and you know um all these other <clears throat> events uh shootings and and all of that stuff and then you see them in other places so are they really crisis actors or are they really clones i think <clears throat> i think that both could actually be possible um and i'm i'm kind of known for being the crazy person that screams at the top of the roof that Eminem died in either 2005, 2006 and was replaced by a clone because he refused to go along with their stupid fucking agenda. Mm -hmm. And, um, 
And I have a lot of things to back this theory up. The news reported that Eminem died in a car crash in 2005, and then you never heard anything about it again. He goes to rehab for a long time. You don't hear shit from him. And then he comes back. He's a totally different rapper. His bone structure is different. He has different colored eyes. Uh, Mm -hmm. His earlobes don't have piercings anymore. Mm -hmm. And the way that he raps is, is not the same at all. And he's all on board with government pushing. Mm -hmm. Huh. I don't think I've looked into that one. I mean, everybody looks Mm -hmm. at the Biden cloning thing. I mean, it's obviously obvious to me that there's like at least three or four different uh, Bidens. If you look at pictures from him, from even like oh, years yeah. ago to now, it's a different fucking <clears throat> dude. It doesn't even look anywhere near like the same dude. Sorry, I cut. Mm-hmm. I was just gonna say I never even heard that Eminem died. I mm-hmm. heard that at all. Yeah, it, there was a news story about that. But look at Dave Chappelle too, where he like disappeared off the planet for a very long time, and then came back and like looks very different, and and mannerisms are very different. Too so, I mean, Eminem wouldn't be the first person that that's happened to, you know, Freddie Mac. But however, when uh, Chappelle did come back, he was doing like a a, like a fire talk type of a a setting in front of some college students, and he was talking about Martin Lawrence running through the streets screaming that they're trying to kill me, and he and Mm -hmm. how they tried to paint him crazy and shit. And he said, maybe it's not us that's crazy. Maybe it's the environment that we're in is very sick. Mm-hmm. And, and so if he was a clone and they were being, you know, being able to ma- manipulate what they want him to say and push, I doubt that he would say that. Well, and the funny thing is, did you guys see that movie with Martin Lawrence in it where <clears throat> he was like um, staying in a hotel or something like that? And he was talking all through this movie about how um, he's trying to do his comedy stuff. And then there's... Um, like these people telling him that, you know, he has to, like, he killed somebody and they have to, you have to do all of these things that we say to keep your stardom and whatever. Greg yeah. and I were like, what the hell? This is like a. Do you remember what that's called? Mm, let me see if up. I can find it. We just watched that not too terribly long ago. It was really weird. Oh no, that was Kevin Hart. Never mind. Oh well, even better because he's um, he's probably another clone too. He probably died in that car wreck, you know, a couple years back. I didn't look. Well, he he came back really quickly. He healed very fast. Very fast. So that would make that would make sense. So to answer your guys' question, yes, I I believe clones are real. Yeah. (laughs) For anybody out there who's like, oh, it's crazy. If they had clones, we'd know about it. First of all, I don't even know what to say to you. But second, just I, I just think of it like this. There was a cloning Dolly, Dolly the sheep or whatever it was back in the. Oh, yeah. Long time ago. And that was when we were told we successfully cloned a sheep. And then it just dropped off a cliff after that. They just don't mention it anymore. Like they're not. Apparently, it's probably against the law or something, which is probably why we don't hear about it. But just think about it that way. If there's in the 90s, somebody cloned a sheep, that means they've been working on that for decades before that which means they probably achieved it somewhere before that. And you think those mad scientists aren't trying that shit on humans? That's probably the first thing they want to Oh, a hundred percent they do. I mean, because they they um, do that with animals and stuff all the time. Um, you know, Dolly was the first one, but, but that's what they do. They try to replicate stuff and 
the reason why um, that's so interesting now, have you guys heard that they're um, 3D printing blood? No, oh, I, I heard meat, but not blood. Yeah. Like a certain blood type? Um, they are, there's a trial, um, a, a clinical trial right now going on. They're 3D printing blood and they, they're looking for people, um, who want to like receive like this donated blood. And I was like, okay, so given path. what we, given what we know about, um, the, nano structures that they're finding in people's veins right now and then they've got this new blood product that they've created i sure as fuck don't want to take it because you don't know what the hell that is well if they can make clones so they can yeah sure they can clone celebrities but if they can clone regular people off the streets they're probably testing mm -hmm. all that shit on them too you know you mm -hmm. think they would just grab someone who no one's gonna miss and then test that weird 3d printed blood on them because well, you know? sure. they have a hundred other clones yeah, lined up yeah, that are yeah. just like them it's some, uh, resident <laughs> evil shit you know when she just finds all of her clone piles that failed in the big pit or like in moon all of his clones have you guys have you guys um looked at 2045.com it is it's an actual website and it has mm -hmm. all these different um foundations that uh have bought into it and what all these foundations things are that um that are involved with it so they they're able to harness your um consciousness uh if you want to have a clone made of you you can and um so for people that like have aids that want to have their own kid that doesn't have a yep that's it right there this is actually already something that is is happening Wow. That is nuts. Yeah. It's funny. And they've been doing that for a long time. And if you look at some of the things that are on this website, um, they talk about uh, cryogenic freezing. Um, they talk about um, removing the, the brain and suspending it um, and solution for reimplantation into uh, other I believe there's an affiliate tab on there too, and it shows yeah. all the people that it, that and what they're contributing to the company. Mm -hmm. And I believe they just earned an, another ten million dollar donation, if I'm not mistaken. So this is this is definitely something that they've been working on for a very long time. And mm -hmm. wow! So for anybody to roll their eyes about cloning, it's it's kind of to roll your eyes that there's not cloning is more like it. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That is fucking wild. I've never heard of that site. It's funny too because the site said not secure. <laughs> I was That's like, yeah, like, no shit. Well, you know, and you want to soul capturing. Like, where does your soul go? You know, like if you, I don't think you can really harness a consciousness and a soul, but if they can, that's taking you away from God or away from the source and putting. Well, that's that's the agenda, and that's what, um, like Elon Musk, uh, you know, everybody's Lord and Savior these days. Um, that's what Neuralink. Uh, does basically is try to um, where they have outside control of your brain and he's got some super duper interesting um, companies that he's hooked up with to also do 3D printing of vaccinations and all kinds of interesting shit that people probably don't even know 
is going yeah, I wasn't on. sure about that. I would, I didn't know about that 3d printing for vaccinations and stuff, but mm -hmm. I, I did dig a little bit into like who his mother was and who his uh, grandparents were and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. He's, he's dev definitely heavily into the occult and has his whole family has been. Well, look, him. look at his mom for yes. Jesus sake. <laughs> I don't see his mom. She fucked up. Or the, the pictures of her um, that are available on the internet, she literally looks like a high priestess of some satanic temple. I mean, just wow. Oh, she this looks like, woman. A, like a fucking a cartoon of somebody who's a high priestess in a temple. Let me throw these pictures up here. Look at that. She looks like Cruella DeVille. Mm-hmm. That was my first thought when I first seen her, especially that second picture right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one with the hair all crazy. Well, <laughs> you should see the ones like uh, the one where they were in the Halloween stuff together. And there's several other ones from like um, uh, gala parties and, and whatnot. Look at uh, oh, yeah, this. this one, the one of the three. Uh, this one right here. Yep. Sorry for the audio listeners. We're looking at pictures. Come over to Rockfin. Oh, yeah. I mean, Whoa. maybe she's just really into heavy metal. No, there's multiple pictures on the internet with oh, her, her like that. Scary. I'm sorry the, to check, you. the check on the left looks like a, uh, a woman in black or something. Like she's uh -huh. you, you didn't see that UFO. Yeah. Huh. So his mom does modeling, um, and she has a lot of very interesting um pictures on the internet you know what i mean <laughs> wow yeah yeah and these are the people mm -hmm. that we're looking at i mean everybody's been harping on elon a lot lately too because it's just i mean to people who are looking into this stuff isn't it glaringly obvious he's not if at best he's a great troll like i'll give him that and but to, to think that he's going to save us from something is just as stupid as thinking Trump or anybody else is going to save us from something. Mm -hmm. What do you do? Haven't we been through this before? This last couple of years? Exactly. Pull your head out of your ass. Save yourself. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, I'm yeah. sorry. I, I totally forgot what I was going to say, but I was, I was going to pull it back to, um, to the whole cloning thing again. And, um, I'm I'm fucking brain farting. I'm sorry, you guys. <laughs> I am just so everybody knows. I am not a clone. Um, there is no one else like me in I the world. Of. Just saying. <laughs> we did see a clone of Greg's son though the other day when we were shopping, and he was right in front of us. And I'm like, holy crap! That he looks identical. Look at him. Same haircut. Wore the same kind of clothes. Same face. Literally the whole nine yards. Doppelganger. Yep, I was like, that's weird, but... That's what I was going to say earlier when uh, Catalyst was talking about clones and stuff, is uh, it's like templates. And I see, uh, I think it's My Maria mm -hmm. on Instagram and uh, Human Vibration are always posting about this kind of stuff, like templates. They show different pictures, like Matt Damon or uh, and some other guy, or like old pictures, mm -hmm. like Jay-Z, there's an old-ass picture of him, uh, not him, obviously, but his template or something from like the 1800s. If you look it up, mm -hmm. there's all kinds of crazy fucking pictures. Greta, Greta Thunberg. As oh, well, oh, yeah, that was spot on too. But mm -hmm. so everything seems to follow these templates like not just uh people but events that happen, 
history, you, you know, mm-hmm. just different things all seem to follow these uh, rough outlines of things. And that's what to me plays more into the simulation thing. But I did agree with you that it's more of an organic simulation. I think I used that actual term not that long ago, but yeah, I don't think it's zeros and ones in a computer, but it is, it, it's atoms or something, some kind of pixel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Um, and I find it very weird. Uh, and, and maybe he said this on accident, but there was a couple years ago when Donald Trump said that people are dying that have never died before. That was, that just struck me as something really weird to say, like, why would you say that? And, and this is what I, this is, I remembered what I was going to say is when we were talking about why would people be doing this and cloning and trying to manipulate DNA and whatnot, but like, what if these aren't people that we're dealing with? What are, what if these are entities or beings that have been here for a really fucking long time and they're trying to manipulate the DNA of us because they don't like humans. They don't want us to be here. And I think that could also fall into what's going on with CERN right now. That falls in with the Anunnaki story, you know, and how, um, like, these were, you know, whatever, divine beings or whatever you want to call it. And uh, so they needed to build this civilization and, and they didn't want to do it themselves. So they created a worker class. What does that sound familiar? You know, and then... Um, they want to destroy our DNA because the worker class got very intelligent and, and caught on to, you know, what these elitist class were doing, which I'm just going to throw this out there. I believe in God wholeheartedly. I don't question that, but is that a possibility? Yes, because that is exactly what they're doing right now and genetically manipulating people. So, dude, that's crazy. Just we just talked to a guy the other day, Todd mm-hmm. Cave, about how he basically I love Todd. The old old gods were basically a form of AI. I'm like, damn. Yes. He was kind sense. of saying they hijacked. Mm-hmm. So, in between coming from the source to this realm, they're kind of in between and they like lead us back here. And this is the place where they can harvest whatever energy they want or whatnot. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't know. I think that I don't think God would actually let all of that happen unless he's just waiting to see what we do or giving us that ultimate choice, you know, Mm -hmm. because it's our choice to upload our brain into AI or, you know, (laughs) that's, that's going to be, the ultimate choice of one person. I think that's going to be hell, themselves. though. It made a lot of sense to me that uh, the Bible calls hell the bottomless pit, which is an archaic term, but it could mean being stuck in a fucking machine forever that has unlimited bandwidth. Mm-hmm. That sounds like hell to me. If if they were to actually able to do that and upload your essence to the computer and put it right. on a server farm somewhere, how's that any different than the Matrix? Like That sounds like, like actual hell. Well, and why do you think that all of the AI technology that that's out there right now um, studies what our reactions are going to be to certain stimuli, you know, um, and they have all these programs and, and General um, McChrystal uh, worked on this project for quite a long time through DARPA where it was like... Um, we're going to give you certain stimuli. We're going to tell you, you know, just like take, for instance, the uh, supposed Russian missile that hit Poland. Oh, yeah. Okay. And we're going to study what people's reactions are 
Um, and we're going to we're going to build our AI to predict that. So why else would they need to know what the human emotional response is going to be? It's possible that um, the Antichrist could actually come in the form of AI and is already here and mm -hmm. we're carrying it around in our back pocket every day. Right. Yeah, I've, I've yep. talked about that before, too, how the beast system seems to be based in AI because it's kind of a, a pseudo god, you know, kind of knowing all through all the data paths it has. And, and everyone's mm -hmm. dependent. Has your phone ever died or you forget your phone? Heaven forbid. No, people they got you to want it out. Yeah, people lose right. their minds if they don't have their phone. They have to be connected all the time. It's an addiction. Mm hmm. What a what a better way to make people uh, take the mark, so to speak, than make it something mm -hmm. addicting, something they want, need. All even the time. your mom has an iPhone mm -hmm. now. That's pretty incredible. She's like very anti technology, but so she loves was, uh, her iPhone. She uses emojis and everything. I think it was Mysterious Universe today talking about how he draws the line. At, like, yes, everybody has a phone, a computer, all this stuff. He's like, I draw the line at putting things in my body, like as far as a chip or a uh, you know I, anything else that is once it's in there, it's in there. That's where. I would draw the line. He's like, because at least with a phone, I still have the option to throw it in a drawer and leave town or something. You know, something in your body, that's when you're really in the system more than you already. Well, and it's funny because there has been a drove of of uh, chip stuff come out lately and they have the ocular implant that you can get in your eye. They have implants you can put in your fingernail. They have implants that you can put under your skin or um, up in your arm, kind of like they used to do with like the Norplant birth control, where they just in insert this chip. Or you can get one right here. Hmm. What a better place to get one implanted, huh? So that you can just scan that and, and pay for your meals at vending machines and Oh. unlock your car i saw one the other day that you implant in the top of your hand uh to unlock your car how fucking lazy are you are you serious you're gonna get a chip and exactly you unlock your goddamn car they they deserve the chip then if they're gonna do that <laughs> Everything it i mean maybe bill gates was onto something with this whole vaccine thing i don't know I'm try I was trying to figure out if they think we're stupider than we are, if we're, or if as a general population, we actually are stupider than they think because they've got a away with a lot, but also a lot of things. Well, I think a lot of stuff's been stopped, but with the, the implants and the, you know, like the VR era and stuff, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. because I always think that maybe they made the, uh, the Oculus and all these dumb VR headsets, maybe they made them so big and ugly and retarded looking and uncomfortable so that when they come out with the thing, like you said, like an ocular chip where they're like, guess what? You can do VR now in your head. It's going to be so much better than having this fucking screen in your face in the kitchen. You know, everything's just all in your head. Makes a lot of mm -hmm. sense why they'd make it retarded looking to uh, yeah, make it uncomfortable out. first so they can make so they're creating the problem. Right. And yeah. creating a product that people want. Are and you tired say, of looking like a little tart in your kitchen? Yeah, just get this implant <laughs> in their head. But they know people are easily led. That's why they know it's going to be easy to get people to buy in. I don't think they right. think that everybody mm -hmm. is stupid, but the people who they are calling and screaming that are so stupid in the mainstream media are people like us who are like, fuck you, I don't want that shit, you're crazy. Then we're the mm -hmm. crazy people and we're the dumb people. And when they double down on that, and I say this all the time on the show, every time I see something in the news about this is a conspiracy or blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, yes, that means that person me is challenging them. No, no, I, I'm not saying that person mm -hmm. is right or wrong. It just means that the news and the narrative is like 
they're freaking out a little bit. They're like, ooh, we're right. gonna have to make this person look really bad because they're onto something. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep, that's all of the Kanye thing too. They're making him look like the worst person ever. And uh, did you guys catch any of that? And we just talked about it on a show a couple weeks ago, but uh, it, it was funny because I saw a meme today that was like, you know, they call you an anti-Semite, but they never call you a liar. You ever think about that? I reposted it for you. Um, yeah, I, I totally agree with that. I think that uh, that it's going to be one of those things where if you're not on board, that you're going to be completely just shunned from society. But what do you guys think about what's going on in Canada right now? Is that something that is just to get people like us pissed off and infuriated? Or is that something that's really going to take place where they're talking about they've already been trying to implement where if um, somebody is considered or deemed insane, crazy, or has uh, psych- psycho issues, then um, they can be put to sleep. And now they're they're uh, suggesting that they deem people that are um, refusing to take the vaccine as needing to be put in a psychiatric uh, medication or be deemed as as psycho, basically. And you want to know what's funny about that is uh, during the pandemic, and this happened in the end of 2020, um, the College of Psychology uh, updated the diagnosis code books to include um, a specific and special diagnosis code for people like me who do not want to get vaccinated or refuse vaccination. And it is listed under psychiatric disorders. It is really true. It is a thing. That's mm-hmm. scary. Um, so with this Canada thing, I've only seen people posting it on on Instagram. So that's what makes me really question if if this is something legit or if it's just something that's going around to get people pissed off and uh, steal their energy, basically. Mm-hmm. That seems to be about 50-50 these days where something will come out that is actually real. And then mm-hmm. it gets, you know, like the PayPal thing, people freaking out about PayPal charging you 2500 bucks for every instance of misinformation, right. whatever. Mm-hmm. Everybody flipped out. And then they're like, oh, never mind. We're not going to do that. I guarantee they're still going to do it. But um, uh, I was going to say, and then right after they said uh, they were walking that back, it is actually really a, a, a still a thing. It is. And it's the same thing like what you're talking about, Catalyst, because they have already added that to the national coding system. Um, and that's that's global. Um, and so that information feeds right directly into the World Health Organization. Um, I've said it before. They literally have everything everybody has been diagnosed with. Um, every treatment, um, uh, surgery, literally anything and everything that you've ever had done, they have access to all that information. Thank you, Obama, for uh, doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, that's scary. That's so scary. And if they if they actually start doing that in Canada, then it's going to roll out everywhere, and, mm-hmm. and we are really going to have to, you know, run in the hills mm-hmm. and live and live like these movies of after after the world ends type shit that mm-hmm. would create a war there's no way that would be a civil they war people that, would rise up i know but if your loved ones start getting put to sleep people are going to want to fight they're not going to sit back and be like oh i bet guess i better go hide they're gonna fight and people will but um, you- but will we 
because we did that happened in the past. I mean, look at all of the people that were euthanized because they were black um, or they were poor or they were mentally disabled or, you know, whatever. We have done that throughout history. Um, so this is not a new thing. This is not, um, unfortunately, a lot of people never, never heard of that before, but this is not a new thing. And, and people let their relatives do that. You know, there, it was like, oh, well, you know, they're, they were born, uh, mentally challenged. So we're going to put them in this home. And I don't know if a lot of people, uh, watched that, the Fauci movies. Did you guys watch it? Oh, hell no. Okay, there was a part in there, um, there was a children's home um, in New York that was for like mentally uh, disabled children uh, that Dr. Fauci experimented on these children. Um, they forced uh, vaccinations, they wouldn't, they didn't feed them. There was all kinds of stuff like that in another one. Um, was in a home for colored people, both right. in the state of New York and, and both of them, we did horrible things to these kids. Yeah. With horrible. the black, with the black kids, wasn't he, uh, pumping them up full of, uh, AZT to see, uh, see how mm -hmm. they would react to it. And yes. Everything. So, mm -hmm. so, and, and then to get back to this whole thing in Canada is, uh, if we don't do anything about it, it goes back to the old occult rules is if, um, it basically they gave us a chance. They showed us what they were going to do. We, we automatically accept it if we don't stand up and revolt against it. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so they, they basically have our permission to go forward. Tacit permission. I just think with the way that information mm -hmm. is out there, information is given more freely now with, with the phones, with this, you know, enemy that we're talking about. Um, I just don't think people now would let it happen. And I think there would be a lot of different ways that people could fight whether they're hacking into the system or forming, you know, hunting parties, I'm not sure. But I don't think it. we have the same, we have way better technology than they did whenever they were doing all this other stuff. I just think that there are other ways that we could fight. And I have faith that people would fight. Like Biden said, you're going to need missiles and F-16s. You know, exactly. <laughs> I'd rather die. I, don't know. That. I think all we need is hackers and we can shut everything down. Their missiles are useless if they can't, mm -hmm. if they can't fire them. Yeah. We were actually chuckling about that today because they were, we were out driving and, you know, they're like spraying the skies and stuff. And you know how they always say they're airplanes. These were like going straight down, like in a straight down line, like at a hella speed. And I was like, wouldn't it just be an awful thing? If uh, somebody started shooting down all of these, whatever they are, <laughs> I'm going to say they're drones. They're definitely not planes. Yeah, that are spraying the sky. So, so yeah, hey, have you guys looked in? I'm not calling for violence. So, I was going to say, I love your stand up comedy, and I didn't know you were going to show us some of your CIA, CIA, Bob, if you're listening, I love you as a joke. Uh, this is a comedy interview, as you can see by our title. Uh, what do you guys think about that though? Has it, has anybody looked into like, you know, those flight tracker apps you can get like on a day when it looks mm -hmm. like they're spraying really heavy, like check and see if those are all actual flights that are taking place. Has anybody mm -hmm. ever done that? Somebody no, said, no, that's that. a great idea though. I wonder yeah. if I haven't. 
Um, I did take a video yesterday when I was going to, I'm going to post it on Instagram here is cause I forgot to, but I was, I was looking, I was like, damn, they're spraying a lot of chemtrails today. Mm -hmm. And I was, I was watching one of them and it was like, it was going straight up and down. And the weird thing was, is I saw the shadow of the chemtrail behind it and it, and it showed up on my video too. So I'm going to post it. I'm like, oh, what weird. the fuck wow. is that? Yeah behind it what is what is it reflecting off of what or what is it shadowing off of is really interesting so i'm going to post that i'm hoping i get some reactions or maybe an explanation maybe it's from all the metal that they're putting in the air i don't know and, and that's another thing too is i was uh we were dropping my roommate's dad off he was flying back to paris but he's like really big into x22 and uh q guy and stuff like that which i think is really awesome that there's a 70 year old out there that's just balls deep into that shit but uh <laughs> when i was talking about the chemtrails and he was like well that's that's one i can't get on board with he's like and he, i was like oh damn and i was like i don't even know if there's jet fuel and he was like there's definitely jet fuel it has a, a very distinctive smell it smells like kerosene and i was like okay well maybe you're right i don't know <laughs> it it is kerosene right isn't that the whole thing i don't know it, that's uh that's one of the conspiracies uh, is that it is kerosene because if they were actually putting jet fuel in this it was like it would be too heavy to fly the plane you would run out of fuel uh, and all kinds of different stuff uh, a big country from whiskey beer and conspiracies broke it down to me one time really well unfortunately it, it wasn't a recording and i'd like to get him on and so he could break it down for me again but the way he he explained it to me i'm like that makes absolute sense yeah, I've seen a lot of things with weird plane anomalies. Uh, another one like, oh, some people think there's no su such thing as a jet engine. They're like, it's a turbo fan. It's just a fan that spins really fast to get the air moving. So there's all kinds of ideas or the amount of uh, the weight that the uh, fuel takes in the wings. Like that's where they store it is the wings is like way heavier than it could ever I don't know. There's Google it, people. You can look at all these crazy. I have to ideas. ask my sister-in-law about this. She's getting yeah. a pilot's license, so. She's... Oh, nice. Well, if they stored it in the wings, wouldn't the wings break because of the weight of the fuel? I don't know. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know, but planes really haven't changed much since I was a kid. I actually can't even think that they have changed at all, have they? Maybe the inside's a little bit nicer, but they all look mm. exactly the same from when I was a little kid. Oh yeah, nothing much changed. Kind of like uh, cars. I mean, they just change like the style or the body a little bit, but nothing. Planes still smell crazy. the same. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, planes are expensive <laughs> to make, so they're going to make that shit last as long as they possibly can. You'd think. Well, we know that it is absolutely possible to run engines off of water, off of any type mm -hmm. of water, and I'm I'm assuming that when you're up that high, right, that there's going to be uh, quite a bit of precipitation. So maybe you only mm -hmm. need the jet fuel to get up to speed, and then you have these things kick in that is uh, using the H2O that's in the sky to, or to I don't know, maybe. That but would no. make sense. That that's was very interesting. That we read the other day where they were talking about launching that it was a spacecraft. The Artemis launch? I think so. And they were like, oh, we'll just use the water that's on the moon. Hopefully there's some there and that will fuel the and that craft. And we're like, itself, what? <laughs> hopefully, you know, there's enough water on the moon. There isn't water on the moon according to the last like six decades. What What are we talking about, people? Yeah. <laughs> we read that on, uh, it was actually- You are not supposed to question, Joe. <laughs> it was on our uh, Rockfin Premium show the other day, the Planet Retard Report. Uh, I read a, a story about the Artemis launch 
and how they had a, a, a module attached to it with mannequins in it so they could test the effects of the flight on the human body. Don't we already fucking know that? Like a lot? Test dummies. That's so funny. Well, and and that's funny that they they simulate these things with crash test dummies because obviously uh, the human body is a little bit different than uh, plastic that they make those mannequins with. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, and shouldn't we know mm. all about how the effects are on the human body traveling to the moon and back? We've Going done that since, right? since we've been. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why do you need crash test dummies for that shit? You should have an awesome spacecraft by now since the last one was built way back in the day when shit was ugly and stupid. And mm -hmm. it should be great. And they're just like, oh, no, we're just we're just being extra careful. Like, fuck you, liar. Oh, that's a great <laughs> question for Catalyst, actually. What do you think the moon is? I mean, I, obviously, I can tell you don't really think we went to the moon or anything. But what do you think the moon actually is? Um. I, it would all just be speculation. I have no idea. I have watched that extremely long documentary where it breaks down how it, it's possibly a reflection of the earth. And that's how we used to use it to navigate, um, that it has all of the continents, not just the ones that we're told about when right. you look up at, and that's what the dark spots are. It's just, re, it's just a mirrored image of where we live. Um, there's also, and I can't think of the guy's name and he died shortly after coming out and talking about, uh, the, the moon is actually a gas. And I think that both of those are, are possible. Um, I definitely know that when, during the day here, especially last month, I was seeing the moon 24 seven. It was, it was mm -hmm. like two weeks where I could see the moon and you know, it's when it's like half shaped, if I shouldn't be able to see blue sky behind it. Right. It, it just doesn't make sense to me that, uh, if it's a solid thing, and it's reflecting the sun and it's always, it keeps taking the same exact shape throughout the calendar, right? It, throughout the month, it, it takes the same exact shape all the time. And yet the, the sun and the moon are rotating at different speeds. Then wouldn't that, wouldn't that change that the way that the moon is shaped every single month? Yeah, you'd think. So mm -hmm. the funny thing about that is that I always thought, cause they just released a new picture of the moon, like super close up. I don't know if it was the Artemis or whatever the fuck. And the thing I always think about is it does look like a fucking 3d thing, but then, then again, perception is reality and we're trained to see what we're trained to see. So it could be that I've taken, I have a telescope. I've taken pictures of the moon and it looks pretty similar. It's not near as good a quality, obviously, but I'm like, is that just what I'm supposed to see? Cause that's what we're, told to see is craters that are perfectly round for some fucking reason and no skid marks anywhere, you know, from being glanced by an asteroid. Fucking knows. I would love to look at the moon uh, through a telescope. Now that I look at it through different eyes. Now um, I've, I've always been fascinated with that. I've wanted a telescope ever since I was little. My grandma used to work for JPL. Actually, that's where she retired from. And so she would give me all these um, pictures, uh, images, I should say now, um, from all the satellites that she would get at JPL. And I used to have like this big binder of these five by 10 glossy pictures of, of all the planets and everything like that. And now that I'm looking at like these amateur uh, footage and it looks nothing like those pictures that my grandma used to give me. It looks nothing like the pictures that NASA puts out. It's uh, what it looks like is light reflecting through a glass of water. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
And we, I've actually got pictures, not pictures, but we looked through we the did uh, that. telescope. We've at, talked a about it stars. on the show yeah. a ton, but it was after watching that very long documentary as well. And uh, I think it was that one. But we, uh, Joe focused it in on a star that we saw that was red and we could see it kind of, it looked like it was, you know, shining, flickering. And it looked exact identical to that documentary. I mean, no joke. It was like light reflecting in water through the telescope. And we were looking at it with our eyes too, like, whoa. And it was all cymatic looking like pattern. <laughs> yeah, it was nuts. So, what, the thing that, uh, shout out Moral Bob, he did bring up an interesting thing the other day. So Venus, when you see it in the morning, right? Uh, so Venus is between us and the Earth. And on Rockfin, you can see this picture I'm pointing to. How the fuck in the morning do we see Venus if the sun is behind it? Isn't the reason we see planets is because the sun is reflecting off of them? So how do you see Venus and then the sun come up behind it in the morning? How is that possible? That wouldn't be possible if what they're telling us is true. Mm-hmm. So that that's kind of weird. On you? Is that what? I say, is that kind of a new one on you? Because that's the first time I'd even thought of that. And Bob brought it up. I'm like, holy shit, that doesn't make any sense, huh? Yeah, that is the first time that sprung on me. But he makes a great point. And uh, to go back to what I was saying in the beginning is, is make sure that you're just disproving. You're not trying to prove, you disprove. And that, that right there is another disproof of what they're telling us. So mm-hmm. obviously they're lying to us. And, and I think that a lot of people can agree with that. Even people that are Glober still know that NASA is not fully telling us the truth all the time. And I would like to know where they get their math from, um, like how they measure a light year or, you know, light speed or, you know, how many millions of miles away something is. What measuring device did you use to come up with that? It's kind of like it makes total sense to me like going to the moon and uh the president called the moon from a landline which is wired now i don't know uh but if you ran uh the phone line from from back in the day um through the van van allen radiation belt that shit would burn up Obviously, uh, they were worried about the spaceships uh, burning up. So how the hell would you insulate a a phone line to get that? You know what I'm saying? Well, that's because Batman was on... Batman was on the first Apollo missions that went to the moon and he shot his little cable (laughs) from the moon to the earth. And then they just had the little cup phones and that's how that happened. Was it Batman or or could Spider-Man have actually shot a web? And that's how we like insulated the phone. I mean, that would be actually more believable than the official story at this point. And that's why the thing drives me nuts. Like if people still think I'm, I, I'm very careful the way I word it. I'm like, if you still think we landed on the moon, you fucking dumb. No, if you still think that everything that was told to us about that story was real, then I don't have anything else to say to you because there's so many provable fucking things that cannot be. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, that, that's a whole and I can story. we've done it. I can say too that like back then, um, when you picked up the phone to call somebody. They were like party lines. You could hear other people talking 
on the phone and it's not because you're dialing some number. It's you just literally picked it up off the receiver. So how are they getting such a clear conversation from the Oval Office to the moon without the party line uh, intercept on the line as well? Well, I just it was the government about that. Yeah. And it was a thing. I mean, I'd pick it up like to call my grandma or something and it'd be like, hello, hello, is somebody on here? Hello. And it wasn't at our house. So it was just called the party line. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. You could hear people talking even when the phone was ringing, when you were calling the other person. Yes. And you could faintly hear like other people mm -hmm. talking. Like, what the fuck is this? Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah, you're trying to tell me that they called the moon with a landline and it from where I live in California to drive from California to Las Vegas, it is flat and open as shit. And I should have a very, very good signal from those fucking satellites up there. Mm -hmm. And my phone should work perfectly. How come I never have a single bar for like six hours between California and, and uh, Las Vegas? Mm -hmm. why, why is that? That's because there's no fucking cell phone towers out there. Everything is down here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, speak of uh, what Janet was saying about how they measure stuff. I'm sure there's a big Neil deGrasse Tyson explanation of how they measure that the sun is 93 million miles away, that exact number. Um, but I think it comes, I, I want to say it's some kind of trigonometry or some shit, something I never took. But from what I understand, if you have a something that's far away and you want to figure out the distance, you have to have a third point or something to and, and know where that third point is how far that third point is. And then you can like triangulate and figure out how close the sun is. But what else are they, if that's true, I could be totally butchered that. I don't know. But if that's true, what exactly out there do they know hundred percent is that distance so they can triangulate everything else? Because uh -huh. without that, it's just theoretical. And that means it's technically not real until you fucking prove it. And that's correct. Yeah. It's theoretical actuated math. <laughs> As a, to find the distance of a light year, you multiply the speed by the number of hours in a year, 8,766. The result, one light year equals a number that is beyond my comprehension, 9.5 trillion. Uh, it doesn't make any sense. So, yeah, how did mm -hmm. you come up with that? I'll tell That's you the math. answer, Janet. It's very, very simple. Somebody smarter than you already figured it out, so don't even worry about it. <laughs> Thank you. Perfect. Somebody made that shit up. Now go write a book report on it. They told you what exactly all about it. Yeah, they told you what to perceive, and now that's what you see when you look out the airplane window. Have you guys heard uh, the theory that time is speeding up, or the speed of light is increasing? So time is speeding up, so things are happening faster, and that's why it seems like a year takes less time for us than it did back in the day. Not just because we I've were heard children, people. but. I've heard people talking about that, and I do have a theory on this, but I do know, are you going to where in the Bible it says in the end days, the days will be shorter? Oh. Is that, no, is that where you're going to go with that? No, no, no. I was just, I just heard this theory. It was actually pretty brief. Um, And I just, I know that our cell phones are based on whatever they tell us we should be seeing. And every single one of my clocks, that's like, it's a digital <laughs> clock, but it's analog. It's not attached to anything. It's not a smart clock. Every single clock is two to three minutes behind my cell phone every single day, no matter what, even when I fix them. So I was mm -hmm. just wondering, like, what the fuck is. Going and, on? you know, and you know what that is? It's an anatomical clock, which runs off of the Earth's magnetic energy. Really? We have we anatomical have the same clock? thing here. 
Yeah, we call them an anatomical clock and it runs off of the Earth's magnetic energy and it it, it keeps like perfect time and and Jenna's not wrong because ours is the exact same way. I was wondering if Every- anyone out there any listeners are experiencing the same thing. So my phone mm-hmm. and my computer. So computers are pretty much the same as iPhones obviously. So those right. those two clocks are identical. But our, mm-hmm. our oven, coffee maker, my car, all of those clocks also match, but they're 2 to 3 minutes behind and then I correct them. And then within a day or two, they're right back to being two to three behind. So I'm going to let it go and see how far behind it gets. Right, exactly. That's what I'm saying. So I'm just wondering (laughs) if anyone else is experiencing that. So what was that thing you were talking about, Catalyst, with the end times prophesy the days getting shorter? What is that? Well, I'm not a Bible scholar, and I've just noted know that a lot of Christians have been saying lately that in the end days, it says that. the days will become shorter. Um, mm-hmm. My whole thing is, is I feel like when you're younger, everything is new to you. Therefore, and you're not distracted by uh, so much shit and so much stress. So you are living mm-hmm. in the moment more than you ever are. And the older you get, the less that you live in the moment. And therefore, the time goes by a lot quicker. Because also, Yeah. And you don't know what time is when you're a kid. You're not even thinking about, oh, it's four o'clock right now. I better go play Candyland. Mm-hmm. Like you don't think like it's that. It's like when my kid used to ask what time <laughs> it was. He was like, he'd be three and be like, dad, what time is it? And my roommate at the time would be like, uh, purple 30. Because you don't know like, what time oh, it yeah, is. Thank you. <laughs> Ding dong. <laughs> but so, do you think I like that idea? <laughs> do you think that? Do you think that because we're adults and as we grow older, we're so bound to time, and that's why the days are shorter? Or do you think the days really are maybe getting shorter? I think that both is possible because uh, my grandmother died in the I, uh, late nineties. And she told me that it seems like her days go by like this, like every day and every year goes by faster and faster for her. So I do believe that 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 plays a role in it. As you get older, I just feel like that's just something that happens. Everything seems to go by a lot faster. Like when you're 10 years old and you think, uh, you can't think back when I was one. Oh my God, that seems like it was yesterday. I just had my fucking 20 year old uh, high school reunion. And I'm like, I really feel like we just graduated yesterday. This is weird. Um, but but to what you're saying, yes, I have noticed that I am constantly changing the clock on my microwave. Awesome. Okay. So, yeah, thank you. Because I agree I with you. Micro- like, I get I it. My I just thought it was broken. I didn't even think to like put two and two together. <laughs> so now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the same experiment that you're doing. I'm okay. not going to change it. And I and well... I'm moving soon. So when I get into my new place, I'm going to see if that if that's <laughs> happening on that microwave compared to my phone as well. And then I'm going to document it as well. Hell yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, and if any listeners want to also reach out, uh, do that because oh, I'm putting it up on screen. LegitBatPod at gmail.com or email these two fucks too. And if it was just you, one uh... thing, it, would, it wouldn't be a big deal. Like if it was just like our coffee maker or something, but it's our coffee maker, our oven, our microwave, and my car. That all don't are they matter. All at, the, at the same. They're all time exactly too? the same, and my phone and my computer are the same, but they're two minutes ahead, all the time. Fucking crazy. But that's because I change mm-hmm. it all the time, and then I when I notice it, it's two minutes behind, and I'm like, God damn it, the kids are going to be late for school. I've, I can't look at this clock, so I have to leave it at a certain time every day. You know, time we're so R- bound ruled to by it by the clock. So yes. yeah, so if I just don't change it, maybe. You'll be getting some calls from case in school, but whatever. Ah, uh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at the oven. 
<laughs> well, you guys, you got anything else you want to cover before we get out of here and we can let you go? Because I do have to pee and I don't know what time it is where you're. Oh, I guess it's really late for Janet is. I'm sorry. I totally forgot. He's in the same time zone as us. Right. But Janet's always a good sport jumping on at the last fucking minute yeah, to so deal much. with our asses. We love you. Even to put a bra on, that must mean I really love you. Uh, I those know. are torture devices. Yeah. I kept mine on just for you. I almost took it off. And I'm like, well, if Janet's wearing a bra, I'll bring a bra. You should have just wore a white t-shirt and dumped water on it. We can't see your tits anyway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Catalyst, tell everybody again where they can find you and all your shit and what you're uh, coming up with next because you said pre-show you had something else in the works. Uh, I do have something else in the works. Right now you can find me at your grocery store shopping or um, begging for change <laughs> on the street corner. Uh, but very soon I will be uh, rebranding a new show that I'm coming out with called Shatter the Matrix where I'm going to be diving into um, some real stuff that um, – well, I'm going to keep it a secret for now. How about that? Uh, it's oh, going to be very, very interesting. And it's going to be about three or four shows of just uh, some things that I've uncovered that is just going to shatter the matrix. So, Fuck yeah. Looking forward to it. Heck yeah. Other than that, go check me out on, um, on Instagram, man. Hell yeah. Instagram at WH1TE underscore Rabbi7. Just look on the screen. Look for the rabbi. I don't know how to use a search bar and are always asking for a link. I will put a link in the show notes for you guys. All right, Janet. And where, where can we find all your shit? Uh, you can find me on every podcast platform plus actualactivists.com. And for now, my video is only on Roku TV on Patriot Podcast Network, but I may be changing that soon. And I just want to say, um, the next time that we do a little meet and greet thingy do, um, Mr. Cat may be joining us because he is actually coming to Tennessee to be my neighbor. Oh, hell so yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Well, thanks, you guys. We appreciate yep. it. Uh, thanks, all listeners, all the people on the Rock Fins and all the things I totally forgot to plug at the beginning, like I was just talking about with Scott. Totally forgot to plug everything. I'll do it next time. It'll be fine. Boner. All right. Have a good night. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. 
If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. 